it's okay if you don't know, but it's a thing if you don't want to learn. It's cool if you don't know it. I'm going to teach you. Now, if you don't want to learn, it's a different story. I want you to do this moving forward. When you're dating somebody, men or women, I want you to ask them, what's the last investment they made? Simple. Sit down, take out the dinner. What's good, boo? Man, what's, man, I'm so glad to see you, man. You know, I just want to know, man, what's the last investment you made? I just smoked your ass. What's good, boo, man? I'm good. Man, you look so good. Mm, you so handsome. What's your investment account look like, huh? I just smoked your ass. Man, what's good, boo? Man, I'm good. Man, I just bought my first rental property. You got one? I just smoked your ass. Man, what's up? Man, you so handsome. Mm. Girl, you look so good. What? You get dividends? What that is? I just smoked your ass. What's up, Queen? What's up, King? You watch Trapper Tootsie? What's that? I just smoked your ass. What's good? What's good? What's good, Trappers? It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper. Welcome to the dopest show on the block, Trapping Tuesday. Listen, man, our goal, our mission is to help you see the opportunities in the market so you can take advantage of the opportunities in the market so that you don't become the opportunity in the market. Our goal is to get it out the market and not out the mud. Welcome, Travis. Let's go, man. Man, 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 man. Such an amazing week. Such an amazing opportunity that we have. I want to talk about this opening to you all right now. I want you to understand exactly where we are. I want you to understand the opportunity that we've been presented with. So before we get going, I want you to like and subscribe to the channel. I want you to like and subscribe as we open this week with something special, with something phenomenal. Man, we've seen so many great things happen to the market. We've waited a week, and I know Trapping Tuesdays is our fix. I said something today, and I said that our goal and our mission is not to get it out the mud, but yet to get it out the market. So whether you work a nine to five, or whether you're into deep entrepreneurship, whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur or someone securing retirement or truly just trying to figure out your, your financial footprint, I want you to know that here on Trapping Tools, we are embarking on a great crusade. An exodus from financial suppression, a migration from wealth deficiency, as trappers, we have committed to disrupting the complacency that comes with lackluster living. Emerging victorious in this world game. Emerging victorious in the game of financial freedom. 
We may be first-generation millionaires, but we won't be the last. We may be the first generation to invest in stocks, but we won't be the last. We may be the first generation that sets up the trust, but we won't be the last. We may be the first generation that passes down inheritance, but we won't be the last. The mission and the vision in order for it to be birthed or come into fruition, we must plant the seeds. We must endure the many market cycles. We must endure the different phases of doubt, fear, worry, contemplating whether we did the right thing or not. We must endure. Because it is important for those who come from behind us to see what is possible. Mm. They must understand. They must look at you and see what resilience looks like. They must see. They must understand. They must have visuals on what wealth looks like. They must see, they must understand, they must have visuals on what freedom looks like. But most importantly, they must see, they must understand, they must have visuals that Wall Street looks like us now. God damn it. Listen, man, I said something, I want you to get it again. Trapping Tuesdays is the fertilizer because we will no longer get it out the mud. We will get it out the market, goddammit. it. <laughs> Let's go, man. Listen, man, welcome to another episode of Trapping Tuesdays, man. Listen, today is going to be exciting. Today is going to be full of game. Today's going to be inspirational, but ultimately today we are going to help you build legacy. We are going to do our best at putting some money in your pocket, family. Yeah, hey, how that feel? Hi, man, we had a lot of things that went on today. So right before we even get into it, let me see the trappers in the chat, right? Let me see you in the chat. Let me see you go crazy in the chat. Like if you had a long day at work today, if you're just getting off and you took time to come here to trap with us, I want to tell you thank you. To all my new trappers, man, let's take a minute and let's give the the, to all my old travelers, let's take a minute to give the new travelers a seat at the table. Let's let them sit down. Let's make them feel like they're home. Let's make them feel comfortable. Let's let them know this is home. Welcome home, baby. All right, welcome home. To all my old travelers, man, what's good? We got leftovers. Y'all already know what we're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for just being committed each and every week to building this tribe, to building this community. And I want you to know that everybody in here, we do it for y'all, man. So we got G in the building. What up, George? We got Gindy in the building. What's good, King? We got Jose in the building. You already know. We got Tuda on the track. You already know my guy in the building. And then we got Dave in the track. Tuda, give me a second, man. Let me just hit a beat you cooked up for a second. This is a segment. This segment is brought to you by Tuda on the track. Tuda, let me hear what you got for us this week, man. Give me something. Give me something 
Let's start the tone the right way, Tootie. Okay. Okay, how y'all feeling in the chat? How we feeling in the chat? Okay. Uh. Let me know how you like this. Okay. Let me see that fire in the chat if you really feeling Tootie right now. Number five, number five. Hey, this vibe is unmatched. This vibe is unmatched. We talk about building wealth. We talking about intergenerational poverty. We talking about giving birth to something new tonight. We talking about breaking the chains that's anchored us to something that we didn't want to be anchored to. Right? We talking about inheriting legacy. We talking about building businesses. We talking about dividends that comes in the form of a million dollars a year passively. We talking about good companies. We talking about building portfolios that's unbreakable. We talking about custodial accounts. We talking about trust and wills. We talking about giving you the confidence to invest. We talking about you seeing recessions and knowing that this is the opportunity to triple your net worth. So we come here and we say we trapping. Just know we talking about building wealth. We talking about doing something that your family ain't never seen. Tootie, let the beat ride. Give me five seconds of that. Give me five seconds of that. Let's go. Let's go, man. Woo! Watch that beat drop, watch that beat drop. Woo! Woo! We on it tonight, y'all. I'm letting you know I'm feeling it. Five seconds of that, two days. Yeah, yeah, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I know we say welcome so much, but I just want y'all to know this home. You know what I'm saying? Come in. Get something to eat, man. Listen, y'all know each and every week, man, we start off with our pledge to the trap. So before we say our pledge, man, make sure you like this. Make sure you subscribe to this. Make sure you share this with somebody who you know who truly won't get some money. Because tonight is going to be special. I'm talking real special. We just cooked y'all with that beat. I ain't lying. God damn. All right, man, y'all know how I go, man. All right. I am certified Wall Street trapper. I'm confident in my ability to make great investments. The stock market is a machine that prints money, and I am more than capable of operating that machine. Not only will I free myself, but I will feel my family will eat for a lifetime based on the information that I apply today. I'm a money maker and a wealth builder. Today I break the chains, all the chains that anchor me to the poverty mindset. My ancestors will smile now because I have turned our last name into an asset. My family's purchasing power will increase indefinitely. Today I make the declaration that no longer will I be a slave to money. No longer will I be a generations behind me will inherit lack. 
no longer will I submit to selling my time for money. I am a first-generation millionaire. I am the architect of my family's legacy. I am a certified Wall Street trapper, and Wall Street looks like us now. Set them on fire, you got damn it. Let that shit cook. Cook it. Sizzle out. Let's go, baby. How y'all feeling tonight, man? Let's get busy in the chat, man. We got a hell of a show today, man. That's the best 17 minutes of your life, goddammit. <laughs> Let's go, man. Today we got a dope show ahead of us, man. And I definitely got some things I want to talk about, man. Listen, today I actually came with my notepad because I was just jotting some stuff down, you know, as I, as I talked about some things. And I said, you know what? The trappers got to get all of this. All of this, man. So first segment is word on the street, man. And let's go. Let's get into it, man. If y'all ready to get into it, let me see in the chat that you got your trapper attire. Let me see that you got your trapper attire. Let's go, man. The merch is coming. Listen, we are so close. We're so close to dropping this merch, y'all. Like we, George, myself, we got a queen right now. We added the queen. She is, she is in the building right now. While we shoot, she is in the trenches. So the merch is coming really, really, really soon. The Patreon is on the way. Yo, we just mapped out the Patreon for five different tiers. Can I break the tiers down right quick? Can y'all let me know in the chat right quick? Can I break, can I break the tiers down for the Patreon right quick before we get started? Right, let me break the, let me break the tiers down. So the first tier is called Bless the Trap. Right, let me just break this down right quick, right? Let me just break this down. The first tier is called Bless the Trap, right? It's $7.99. And, you know, you're just blessing the trap. You're just blessing the trap, man. You know what I'm saying? You're blessing the trap, $7.99, just because you appreciate the information that we drop every week. Right? The second tier is called a lottery pick. It's $14.99. So when we do the breaking down the brick segment every week, you will get a stock price from that company inside of the $14.99. But also, you remember when we was doing that lottery pick? Well, now we're going to do the complete lottery pick breakdown with stock price inside of the Patreon, the lottery pick segment for $14.99. And then we have the Triple Bean Team. Listen, the Triple Bean Team comes with a few things, man. The Triple Bean Team will come with everything that's in the lottery pick. It will also come with a live Q&A every show. Every show, we will have a live q and If you're on a Triple Bean team, you're going to pick four videos. First one is going to be called 1-800-TRAPPER HOTLINE. The second one will be called Meet the Plug. Meet the Plug. Also with the Triple Bean team, you will get discounts on merch. Also with the Triple Bean team, you will get discount on live in-person appearances in the trap but also every time we have a special guest that special guest will also do a Q&A or an answer section inside the triple bean team for only $49.99 a month man let's go let's go man <laughs> 
So, man, welcome to the community. We are starting a Patreon. It's coming real soon. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Let's get into it, man. So, this first segment is called Word on the Street, man. Word on the Street is such an amazing thing because this sets the tone for the show. If you're new here, Word on the Street sets the tone for the show. So, out the gate, we'll talk about it, man. So, all three sectors were up today. Dow Jones was up. S&P was up. The NASDAQ was up. Now, here's what I want to talk to you about today. Yesterday, I, the market took $31,000 from me yesterday. Me and my cousin George were looking at that and I said, see, bro, this is the stuff I be talking about. All because, all because of one thing. One thing and one thing alone. A headline came up that said by 2025, we will be going to war. The minute the man said that, the market went bananas. Here's why. War means people need to be safe. When people want to be safe, people want to get out the market. <laughs> but I told George something. I said, G, check this out. I'm going to be real with you. I said, check this out. I said, this is not the time to panic. But I'll admit, I didn't panic. But what I did do was, before the market started tumbling, the minute I saw that headline, I didn't touch the recession portfolio, but I did take uh, $10,000 in options cash. Okay, Dave, can you show the option portfolio? That's the one with two right quick. Right quick, can we go to the recession portfolio right quick? Can we go to the recession portfolio right quick? I want to show y'all, you know, I like to be transparent with my trappers early on so y'all can see what's going on. All right, so let's go, Dave. Let's go to it right quick. All right, so right here, right here, um, the Tesla. So I didn't touch the NVIDIA because before, as soon as the news came out, this thing went down by $7,000. No, by $4,000, $7,000, because it got it all back plus something. It went all, I said, golly, man. I couldn't, even, I ain't had a chance to get out of it. I wasn't going to leave it, but I was up like $6,000. So it just wiped that out fast. Today we got it back. We got $3,700 back. So we still in the negative. We got to get that back. I think that, I think the market has calmed down a little bit. I'll get that back. I'm not worried. Again, it's out to Jane, but I don't want to take too much of an L. Uh, Tesla, I'm not going to lie, this one, I was up probably about, this one took about 7000 from me back. So it gave me 6000 back to the Tesla portfolio. I'm still that we good. But I will say in the XLE, um, if you see 11000 in gains, I actually took about 10000 off the table. So I'm up like 121%. It was down to like 107%. I actually took $10,000 off the table. I should have showed y'all. Uh, you'll see now my year to date is up. It was up 18. I was up 28,000. But I still have, I still have um, 14 contracts left. So it's still house money. I'm still good, but I want y'all to know the market did react crazy to that. Now, today we got some of that back. We got a lot of it back. And we'll talk about today what happened, what we got going on. 
Um, Dave, let's show the other one. Since we're here already, as you can see, uh, we everywhere. We good. Uh, the market gave us everything back. Um, as you can see, total gain today, $4,000. Y'all already know that I'm heavy in TPL. This is my big dog right here. You can see we ain't get it all back because we was up 13%. So we still actually down 1% from last week. We're still actually down 1%, oh, a half a percent from last week. So last week we was up about 13.5%. Uh, yesterday kind of just pushed us around a little bit. It bullied us. Yesterday debulled us. I'm not going to lie. But we don't panic. We don't panic at all. Uh, Costco did good. Eli Lilly, Lockheed Martin. I really thought Lockheed Martin was going to do a little bit better than that because the fact um, we're going to war. Because of the fact we're going to war, I thought Lockheed Martin would have did better than that today, but it's gave me back VRTX. That's good. ExxonMobil. Woo! ExxonMobil did something amazing today, y'all. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, but let's get off of it, Dave. There y'all go to Recession Portfolio. We check it to y'all each and every week. I want you to know something, man. I don't have a problem with showing y'all my wins and losses. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with showing you what went right, what went wrong, because we still balling. We still playing the game. This is how the game is to be played. Yo, we ain't running. We want all the smoke. We want, I need a button that says we want the smoke. We got to find it, because we want all the smoke. We want everything the market has to bring. Because listen, in order for you to be a great investor, you got to understand that the market will go through ups and downs. What separates you from the best is your ability to endure. I want you to understand that. When you get into this game, you must understand a couple of things, man. You must understand your financial risk. You must understand how to risk manage, but you also must understand your goals. You got to understand your goals when you plan this game because you don't understand your goals when you plan this game, this game will wipe you out. If you do not hold up, let's take a minute, man. Let's clap. <laughs> Seven minutes, Jose. A thousand people in the trap at 27 minutes, man. We getting better and better, man. Shout out to y'all. All right, so um, I, I want to say something right quick. I wrote this down the other day. If you truly want to be successful in this game, if you truly want to be successful in this game, you got to learn how to do a couple things. You got to learn how to save. You got to know how to spend. Watch this. If you're saving just to have your money in the bank, you are 100% naive on how to save. If you are saving just to spend, you are playing the wrong game. If you are saving just to buy some tennis shoes, you are playing the wrong game. You must learn how to save. You must learn how to spend. What do I mean? I mean that if you're saving, you're saving for three reasons. One, you're saving because you must have some type of emergency money. I don't know what that looks like to you. Everybody's emergency situation is different. You need some type of liquidity, something. I don't, some people say six months. I don't know about all that. I just know you need some cash you can grab right quick. Liquidity. Second, you must be saving to invest. Third, you are saving for a big purchase. That's it. You're not saving the money just to look at it in your account. Some of us have the saver syndrome. 
We're saving just to save. You're saving to spend. Today, we're going to talk about how the money isn't real. And if you don't know how to spend your money, you're definitely playing a losing game. Meaning, knowing how to buy assets that are at discount prices. And I don't care if it's a business. I don't care if it's stocks. I don't care if it's real estate. You must know how to play the save and spend game. The person, he or she, that does not know how to play the save or spend game will repeat the cycle of poverty, will repeat the cycle of wealth suffocation, will repeat the cycle of spending your time for money. If you do not learn how to save and spend, you cannot win at this goddamn game. I just flamed your ass again. Cook that shit. All right, man, let's go a little further, man. Let's look at the heat check right quick, man. Let's get into the heat check, y'all. So, as we get into the heat check, man, I want you to look at something, man. So, we always talk about the put-call ratio. We always, y'all know, as of right now, the put-call ratio must be essential to you as a trapper when you listening to me. So right now, we're looking at the put-call ratio. The put-call ratio tells us what? How many calls, how many puts are in the game? Now, we know that anytime the put-call ratio is over one, we know that the market is being real, real, real bearish. Anytime it's over one, we know the market is being bearish. When the market is under one, we know the market is being bullish. Now, I always want to pay attention to what exactly is going on in the market, right? So when we're looking at these puts and calls, we also got to understand what is the economic environment that is surrounding the, the ratio. So as of today, we had 3,308,365 calls. That is a lot of calls. Watch this. We had 2.9 million puts. Now, that is approximately about 300 and some thousand more calls than puts, if I'm correct. Now, here's the caveat to that. Here's the caveat to that that I want you to understand, right? Here's the caveat. Yo, I done got this little pad and I'm about to be writing like I'm really going crazy up here. You feel me? Here's the caveat to this, right? We got to ask ourselves, what caused the market to rally today? Okay, let's talk about it. Now, mind you, yesterday we had, yesterday we had a huge event that caused the market to fall. So what caused the market to rally today? Let's write this down. First, McDonald's. McDonald's reported earnings. Came out real good. Right? McDonald's ported earnings. It came out real good. Also, today, I'm going to talk to y'all later about a company called International Paper. Trap. Why is a company like International Paper one of the reasons that the market rallied? I'm going to talk about that later. Remember, boring businesses are essential. Boring businesses are essential. Also, today, we're going to talk about something. We're going to talk about 20% of the S&P. We're going to talk about Facebook. We're going to talk about Microsoft. We're going to talk about Apple. 
Amazon, and Alphabet. Why? Because these companies are reporting today. Watch this. Watch this. When the market looks at these companies and they say, hey, these companies are 20% of the S&P and as of right now, each and every one of them are up double digits year to date. That gives the market optimism. Okay, let's talk about this. One at a time, last week we talked about something. What did we say? The market is a what? Forward-looking mechanism. The market is a forward-looking mechanism. So once we understand, what are we looking forward to? Okay, tomorrow, what do we see? Tomorrow, Wednesday, we have Jerome Powell. Jerome is talking. Now, trap, how does this make sense? You talked about that. You talked about uh, Jerome Powell. You talked about that. But here's the most important thing that I think pushed the market today. The IMF, the International Monetary Fund. These people are responsible for telling us as trappers what do they see in global economics. Ooh, let's talk about it. Okay. So the IMF came out and said today, they say we see global economy growing by 2.9%, which is actually up from 2.7%. So that means the IMF sees growth in the global economy. Right now, we're going to talk about basic economics right here. Right? The IMF, International Monetary Fund, they gives us, they set the tone for us. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me put this in perspective. If you're a person that bets on sports, the International Monetary Fund is the, the bookie. And they just told us global economy plus 29. That's what they just said. I'm taking the points. The market took the points. Oh, that's good. That's good. I don't even think you grasped that just now. I don't think they grasped what I just said just now. Okay, let's run that back. I need you to get that. 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 Watch this. Watch this. If you're, if you're into DraftKings and sports betting, right? Yo, I like writing. I got to have a tablet from now on. This is good. This makes me feel like I'm doing my thing. It makes me feel like I'm doing my thing. Like when I'm writing, I feel like I'm doing my thing. All right. So watch this. If you're a sports better, right? If you like DraftKings or FanDuel or any one of those things, the IMF, is the sports bookie for the economy. So they just came out and said, look, U.S. economy, global economy, which means everybody, plus 29. The market bought the points. Because before that, prior to that, they said the market wasn't going to grow. The market economy wasn't growing. And so because they said the economy growing, they went and did the numbers. But also they said, look, watch this. And watch this. Remember, the market is what? A forward-looking mechanism. Watch this. Look what they came back and said. Not only are we betting that the market for 2023 will grow at 2.9%, which is up from 2.7, but watch this. 2024 they see the market, global economy growing to 3.1%. Boom! <laughs> that boy is good. They see that. 
So the people who sit back and judge the game, they sat back and said, yo, in 2024, based on the data, remember, we let the data make us make decisions, not what? Emotions. They said, based on the data, we're going to, we see the economy growing globally to 3.1%. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Now we're talking about why we feel like the market is pushing today. Why we feel like the market pushed. Okay. Then we got our guy, Jerome. Boom. Coming up to chart, coming up to bat. Now, here's what we know. Here's what we know. Thank you, beloved, for the super chat. Thank you, beloved, for the super chat. I appreciate you. Here's what we know. We know that every time Jerome has been talking, he has sent the market in the downward trend. Now, tomorrow is big. Here's why tomorrow is big. I'm writing like they can see me writing. I'm writing, but I feel good writing. Tomorrow, we are expecting Jerome to give us 25 basis points. 25. Now, watch this. Watch this. Also, the market says after this 25, they are predicting that Jerome will not hike in the second half of the year. Optimism. Optimism. The market loves optimism. So if Jerome gives us 25, now watch this, y'all. We all know that we've had Rate hikes all last year. Those rate hikes now have to come into play, which is why we're going to talk about something today later on. What are we going to talk about later on? Why? I'm, I'm not going to say it. We're going to talk about it later on, though. We're going to talk about... <laughs> that was a cliffhanger. <laughs> that was a cliffhanger. Why? We're not going to talk about it. That was a cliffhanger. All right? Watch this, though. Those rate hikes from last year now have to catch up. They have to catch up. They have to catch up. Okay, so let's have a second to talk about. I'm so ahead of myself right now. I'm on fire, though. I feel it. Here's what we need to understand. Write this down. Write this down, y'all. Write this down on a piece of paper, 100%. I want you to write this on 100%. I want you to write this on a piece of paper, 100%. When you got 100% rolled down on a people. Paper, say in the comment, we trapping. Once you write down 100%, if you don't have trapper attire this week, you, 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 you tripping. You tripping. You are tripping. All right, this is needed every week. All right, write down 100%. Watch this, y'all. Watch this. Of the 100%, I want you to write this down. 97% of the money in circulation is debt. Oh, I'm broke, baby. Okay, watch this. Watch this, y'all. As of right now, 97% of the money in circulation is debt, which means it does not exist. 3% of the money in circulation is actual cash. I just flamed your ass. Okay, let's, let's backtrack. 
97% of the money in circulation is debt. How does that look? Okay, let's talk about how that looks. This is how that looks. Ooh, this is good. We cooking tonight, y'all. We ain't even got into the thing yet, man. Tootie gonna come out here in 10 minutes. Like, all right, watch this. Here's what I want you to understand. Let's say you want to buy a house. Let's say you want to buy a house. Let's say you want to buy a house. You go to the bank and you get a mortgage for $500,000. let us say you get a mortgage for $1.1 million. Let's say you get a mortgage for $250,000. let us say you get a mortgage for $180,000. Guess what? That money didn't exist. That money did not exist. That money only starts to exist once you make the first payment. Once you make the first payment, boom, that money came into existence. Why? Because the money didn't exist. You had to put cold, hard cash that you worked for into the bank for that money to come into existence. What happens, y'all? That means you created money. They created money out of thin air. They loaned you money that did not exist. You made the money exist because you had to go work for it. You had to sell some time. You had to make an investment. Whatever you had to do, you had to go create that money. Boom. You had to go sell some time for money. You had to go sell your asset to get some money to pay the house note for the money that didn't exist. Okay, let's go a little further. That's one part of it. Boom. You wanted to buy a car. There go two of y'all. I ain't there yet. I'm on the road. I know. Tell him I know. I ain't there yet, but I'm on. I'm just on the road. I'm just on the road. Okay, next. Let's say you buy a car. The car costs sixty thousand dollars. The car costs sixty thousand dollars. Watch this. The sixty thousand dollars don't exist. The sixty thousand don't exist. You know what it exists? After you go get a paycheck to pay the car note, then it exists. Okay, let's go a little further. Let's say you got a credit card. You go swipe the card. Guess what? The money on the card didn't exist. So when Amex tells you you got $100,000, guess what? That $100,000 doesn't exist until you what? Pay the $100,000. You have to sell your most important asset to get some money so that the money can come into existence. 97% of the money in existence right now is in a form of debt. 3% is in a form of capital. I need you to understand why you truly need to play the wealth game. If you don't learn how to save and spend, you will stay on that side hamster wheel forever. Everybody don't got to be an entrepreneur, but everybody needs to learn how to invest. Save. Save. Spend on assets that buy back time. Okay, next slide. I just cooked your ass again. All right, man, here's the top 10 industries. Let's let that simmer for a second. Simmer, simmer, simmer. All right, here's the top 10 industries, man. Industries went crazy today. We know it, man. Consumer discretionary, consumer staples, energy, financials. Healthcare, 
Everybody went through the roof today. And I want to let everybody know, man, sometimes I talk a little fast. That's because I get excited. Listen, if you can't tell the passion that's in my voice, this is not scripted. I just be having the information, yo. And I love playing this game. My cousin George told me something today, man. Um, when I was talking early and I said that you have, you, you may be the first billionaire, millionaire, but you, you will not be the last. I brought my cousin on because I needed somebody to see this journey. He was old enough. He was just ready. He was in that space in his life. He was ready. And so he told me something today, man, that was important to me. He said, say, bruh, I get to see this shit firsthand. He said, bruh, I get to see you build. Not just like selling a course or nothing, bro. He said, bro, like, I get to see you build. He said, I don't even, he said, people don't really understand the burden that you bear. Like, I'm going to be real with y'all for a second, man. 2022, I operated in chaos. Not that I personally was in chaos, but things happened. I bought a crib. We bought a farm at the end of the year. I got this studio, 6,000 square feet. I lost my whole entire team. The people I had started this business and this brand with, I lost everybody except for one person. Shout out to Steve, my graphic guy. I moved my daughter mom in town because I wanted them to be closer to me. Put them in a spot. I'm not repping or bragging. I just feel like I'm, you don't applaud a fish for swimming. I feel like a successful man is supposed to look out for his people. A man is supposed to look out for the people regardless, but if you attain some type of success, your kids, mother, you're supposed to look out, bro. You got to look out, king. She got your prized possession. Then I moved my cousin in town. Because I needed, I needed somebody around me that I felt like I could trust. Renovating my whole crib. Going through issues with my family. Plus the burden of having payroll to pay people. Then at the end of the year, the IRS said you owe us $1.1 million. And my cousin said, and for me, I'm just getting through it. I'm not going to lie, I had a couple friends that was like, you know, like, man, it's all good. Especially this one friend. She was really just, like, she was motivating. She was speaking life into me every time. Then I was going through, you know, just trying to learn how to follow my daughter. But my cousin told me something, man. My cousin said, bro, like, I saw you just operate through that and keep going. He said, bro, I ain't never see you stop. Like, you ain't never get pissed off. You ain't never... Like, get depressed. You ain't, bro, he said, bro, I just see you keep going. You don't stop. I said, bro, I just, I just see it, bro. I come too far to stop. I come, I gotta, I, I gotta persevere. And my cousin said, bro, because I see you, I also know what's gonna come on my plate. And because of you, I know how to navigate. And that meant so much to me. It meant so much to me because you never know who watching. So literally when I told y'all that in the opening, it was me like thinking about what my, me and my conversation, me and my cousin had. 
Yeah, I might be the first generate, the first millionaire in my family, but guess what? I ain't gonna be the last. We're gonna guarantee that cuz I'm gonna be a millionaire. This is a fact. I know too much about the market. He too dedicated to the mission for him not to be a millionaire. It's just gonna take us some time, but we're gonna get there. But guess what? We're gonna get that faster together than him by itself. Hey, cuz, don't do that. First thing I told him, I said, hey, cuz, look, here's something I learned. Don't let your vision be too far ahead of your pocket. I told him, don't let the vision be too far ahead of your pocket, cuz. Because you're going to take on too much. But I know he's dedicated because I see him every day. He... So you're going to be a first-generation millionaire. You're going to be the one to set the trust up. You're going to be the one, the first one got to endure. You got to endure the pain. You got to make the sacrifices, fam. It is what it is. You got to build the business and not know what the hell you're doing. You got to figure it out as you go. You got to jump out the airplane and build the parachute as you fall in. Yep, you got to be the crazy person. But guess what? All the scrapes, all the brushes, all the bruises, all the headaches. That shit is survival wounds. My cousin asked me one question. He said, bro, how the hell you sleep at night? He said, bro, how the hell you sleep at night? I said, cuz, because. When my little girl get in the bed, and when I see her when she's sleeping with me, it just... It made me keep going because she's sleeping comfortable. But I remember when I had my daughter sleeping on the air mattress with me. See, that's the part you don't know. I remember when I had my daughter sleeping on the air mattress with me when I was reading Random Walk Down Wall Street. When I was reading The Intelligent Investor. When I was reading The Letters of Warren Buffett, my daughter was on the air mattress with me. So when I see her in the California King, in the, in the house we just built, I'm like, bet. I got to keep going. All right, man, let's go. My bad, y'all. All right, next slide, man. All right, so big dog talking numbers this week, man. This is going to be important. This is good, man. We got Snapchat up 27% on a year. Microsoft, I mean, Apple, Meta, Alphabet. This is important. AMD reported the day as well. That was a good sign for the economy. AMD did really good today. That was a good sign for the economy. Snapchat, they actually did better than expected. But I really want us to watch Facebook. And we're going to talk about this later, but the reason why I want us to watch Facebook is because, you know, I was one, while everybody was counting Facebook out, I'm the one that really said, you can't count Mark out. Jose, this was a mark my word. I'm the one that said, you cannot count Mark out. I did say, Tim Cook is whooping his ass right now. But listen, we all done took a, we all done took a ass whooping here now. It's part of the game. You ain't, I'm not going to lie to you. Floyd Mayweather probably the only person I know that ain't lost a fight. But that's professionally. Somebody whooped his ass when he was young on the street that we don't know about. Somebody bust him up in training camp that we don't know about. 
but it was the one ass whooping he got that made him realize I don't like getting my head whooped. <laughs> All right, man. So I want us to watch Elf, uh, Facebook because of this, y'all. And we'll talk about this later about TikTok, but I want us to watch Facebook because, yo, Facebook has up 23% on the year. On the year. Now, if y'all go look back at my Instagram, I bought 100 more shares of Facebook and people told me I was crazy. Man, you tripping, it's going to fall more. Listen, watch this. This is a quotable. Don't be the person that's always saying I'm waiting for it to go lower. Don't be that person. Some of y'all will miss out on amazing opportunities because you keep waiting for it to go lower. This is why it's important for us to set price points. This is why it's important for us to understand the value of a business. This is why it's important for us to have three simple things that we do when we invest. We must have a current stock price, a value price, a discount price. A current stock price, a value price, which is the company's work, and a discount price. That fair value price can be really, it sets the tone for us. From that, from that, we can start buying in in increments. In increments. Don't be the person every time keep saying it's going to go lower. It's going to go lower. It's going to go lower. Don't keep being that person. Learn how to average down. But here's my saying. Don't buy every dip because you're going to run out of chip. I'll just flame your ass. Don't buy every dip because you're going to run out of chip. All right, let's go, man. All right, and the reason why we talked about Facebook and the reason why I said that Facebook is good, because as we look at those companies that we just prayed, go back, Dave, I want to show you all something that's really important. Go back to that slide. All of these companies are in the advertising business. Snapchat is in the advertising business. Amazon, advertising business. Apple, advertising business. Meta, advertising business. Google, everybody here is in the advertising business. We got to add Netflix. Now watch this. Now let's go, Dave. Here's the thing, y'all. Ad spending is actually down in 2023. This is good to know. 2022, ad spending was up 7.5%. Well, why is ad spend down? Well, because people are cutting costs. We keep telling y'all, the one reason, I'm coming back in my, y'all need to be writing when I write. Right? Companies cut jobs to add to their bottom line and preserve capital. Write that down. Companies add to their bottom line by cutting jobs, and that's how they preserve capital. Okay, how does that happen? Okay, I want y'all to share this. Y'all do me a favor, share this. Share this. I need to share this, and let's get the likes up, y'all. Let's share. Yo, we cooking tonight. We cooking tonight. We cooking tonight. All right, so the reason why you see so many tech companies cutting jobs why are tech companies lead when it comes to cutting jobs? Well, because tech companies often are going to be the leaders when it comes to what? Research and development. They want the smartest of the smartest people on time. 
on their site because they always got to keep evolving. They always got to keep going. Well, here's what happened. They have to cut jobs. Why? When the economy is in a slowdown. Why do they have to do that? Well, the number one goal of the business is to stay profitable, is to not operate in the red. Right? So if you're paying people 100,000, 200,000, you know, 180, 80, when the, when the, when the economy is in a downturn, companies need every dollar. Remember, man, ox, blood is, blood, money is the oxygen of every business. Right? Money is the oxygen of every business. So in times where the, where the economy is unsure of what is going to happen in the future, what do they do? Cut jobs. Buy the thousands. 10,000. 5,000. 3,000. PayPal just cut 2,000 people today. People have to cut jobs. First, let's take a quick second, man. If you got a job, man, I just want you to know, be blessed. Know that you're blessed. If you have a job right now, know that you're blessed. Like, I don't care if you don't like the job at the moment. Like, just know that that's some income and you are blessed. Because people are losing jobs over the last year, hand over fist. Now, you want to be an entrepreneur, you, you want to do some things, you mean, I want the job, cool. But if you have a job right now, be grateful. Be grateful for the now. Because people are losing jobs hand over fist. And here's the crazy part. With AI, a lot of those jobs ain't coming back. With AI, a lot of those jobs aren't coming back. Let's take a quick second, man. Let's like these posts. Let's like, the, let's like what we got going on. Let's get up to 700 likes right quick, man. I want you to share this right quick, man. Let's get 1,500 people in the chat. The goal is to get 2,000 people in here, man. Let's go, man. Let's take a little second to like that, man. Let's get the likes up to 700. Let's get the likes up to 700, y'all. Let's let, let's let YouTube know that we're having a party over here. Let's let them know we're having a party over here. All right, man, let's go a little further. So Aspen is down. Aspen is up. I mean, down. But watch this. Aspen will come back. Aspen will come back. Here's why I like Facebook. And I've always said it. No matter what, they still have more social media used than anybody. When you add everything combined. Watch this. It's important for us to watch. Watch this. When you look at I want everybody that's listening to Trapping Tools, this week I want you to listen to Meta Earnings. I'm about to tell you what I want you to listen to. I want you to listen for a couple things. One, profitability. But... You want to listen to the profitability of reels. Write it down. Profitability of reels. This is, a, this is an indicator. So every company has indicators. Remember what I always tell y'all, you must understand the core business. Every company has indicators that we're looking for. So one want to look for profitability of reels. Want to look at that because reels is growing. They are putting a lot of effort into reels. Honestly, reels are up, right? They say over 100 million people see reels a day. Over 100 million people see reels a day. Watch this. Over 1 billion reels are shared. Over 1 billion reels are shared monthly. Take that in. Take that in. Over 1 billion reels are shared monthly. 
So we want to look for the profitability of reels. Number two, we look at Facebook. What do we want to see? We want to look at ad revenue. I'm giving you so much game right now. I'm giving you so much game right now. I'm literally telling you, go look, listen to the Facebook earnings. Man, y'all need to tell somebody to come in and listen to this, man. I'm literally giving you game right now. Right? Like, this needs to be a party. Like, every week, like, yo, we going to watch Trapping Tuesday together or what? Like, we trapping and chill. Trap and chill. Trap and chill. Tuesdays is trap and chill. All right. One, profitability of reels. Two, ad revenue. We want to look at that. Why? Because Facebook makes its money from what? Ad revenue. That's what it makes money from. So what we need to do is ad revenue. It needs to be profitability of reels, ad revenue. And watch this. Number three, we want to look at this, y'all. Watch this. Watch this. Free cash flow from operations. That's the big three. That's the big three. Appreciate you for the super jack queen, Natalie, in the building. It's three things we want to look for. So when we are looking at Facebook earnings, I need everybody, if you're in Trapping Tuesday, yo, like we're going to look at Facebook earnings, y'all, because this is going to set the tone for us. This is going to tell us what's going on. So the three things we need to look at. Profitability of reels, ad revenue, free cash flow from operations. My bad, we got one more. One look at this, because this is important. This is important. This is important. Watch this. Scroll time. Or they may say watch time. Or they may say user screen time. That's the four things we're looking for tomorrow. That's the four things we're looking for tomorrow. We're looking for profitability of reels. We're looking at ad revenue. We're looking at free cash flow from operation, scroll time, watch time, or user time. Let's go. Let's go, man. I'm smoking y'all ass tonight. I'm smoking y'all ass tonight. All right. It's a two-hour show tonight. 2.30. Easy. All right. Check it out, man. So as we talked about savings earlier, man, I want y'all to understand something, man. This made me, this, this kind of attracted me today when I saw this. So SoFi actually surged, right? Shout out to uh, FinTech, right? But banks are making attractive savings accounts, man. Well, are they really attractive? Are they really attractive? SoFi giving you 3.75%. Marcus by Goldman Sachs is giving you 3.30%. Capital One is giving you 3.30%. Chase Bank is giving you 0.01%. Bank of America is giving you 0.01%. This is why it is because of situations like this why you do not need to have your money sitting in the bank. This is why. Now, the 3.75%, it ain't bad compared to everything else. Now, watch this. Here's why I'm going to show you the difference. If you got in the market in January... Right now, the S&P is up, think, 8%. You've already beat that. So if you had your money in the VOO or the SPY, you up. You beat that. This is why I use the VOO as a savings account. 
When they increase savings accounts, you know the market doing good. You feel me? All right, let's move on. So, man, we want to talk about Chevron, man. So last week, Chevron went crazy. Last week, Chevron really, really, really um, ruffled some feathers. So the day before earnings came out, Chevron did a 75, announced a $75 billion stock buyback. They print money. Now, some Wall Street and actually people in the White House got mad with that because they said, how can you be doing a $75 billion stock buyback when people are getting punished at the pump? Now, I want to break this down to you, though, right? That 75% stock buyback represents 20% of the company stock. They also hiked the dividend from $1.42 a share to $1.51 per share. Chevron has raised its quarterly dividend by 6.3%. Yo, that buyback plan set the White House on fire. They was mad. Because they feel like people are paying at the pump for this. They feel like the consumer is suffering. But here's what I want to go. Let's go a little deeper. Watch this. Here's what I want to really, here's what I want to really show you how tricky the buyback plan can get. Let's get to the next slide. Let's, let me show you how tricky this buyback plan can get. Now, they had these companies are the major buyback companies. Watch this. Marathon Oil, 22%. Uh, MGM, 18%. eBay, 16%. Marathon Oil, 14%. Ecstasy, 14.3%. Now, watch this. We about to get real intricate right here, y'all. When a company does a buyback, it is supposed to take shares off the market. Right? So it's like me and you. When me and you buy shares... That takes shares off the market, and when that takes shares off the market, that causes the stock price to go up. Everybody got that? Well, the reason why you see the percentages on the side is because Marathon Oil did a buyback, and it equaled 22% of their shares. MGM did a buyback, and it equaled 18% of their shares. eBay, so far and so forth. Everybody on here bought back shares, and it took away their share count. Here's what they were saying. ExxonMobil... They have been doing these big buybacks, but they haven't been reducing shares. So wait, what are you talking about, Willis? How is that not possible? Well, what has been happening is the companies have been buying back shares, but then instead of doing, this is good, but instead of doing a secondary offering, so a secondary, secondary offering is when you put more shares on the market. Right. Well, if you do that, you dilute the shares. What the companies have been doing is buying back shares, creating more shares, but giving it to employees as stock options. <laughs> that boy is good. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
They been good. Hey, hey, that's what they've been doing. The companies, so listen, you know I had to, I went and did deep research for us on this. Let's go to the next slide. So watch this. <laughs> Last year, in 2022, we had $980 billion in buybacks in the S&P 500. We had $560 billion in dividends for the S&P 500. But watch this, y'all. Only 4.91% of those move the share count of businesses, which means of $980 billion, only 4.91% of those shares were actually taken from businesses. That's major. That's major. So what companies have been doing, they've been manipulating the game. Listen, one thing you go, one thing I'm gonna promise y'all this, y'all. One thing about the game of wealth, one thing about the business of America, there is a loophole. And where there's a loophole to be found, somebody gonna get in it. Where there's a loophole to be found, somebody gonna find it, man. People are peopling. <laughs> Listen, people are peopling. The people found out that, yo, we can do a $750 billion stock buyback. But listen, we're not going to take no shares off the market. We're going to issue new shares, but give them to our employees as stock options and stock compensation. Loophole. <laughs> that boy is good. Hey, man, y'all need to say, bro, like I keep telling y'all, nobody going to give y'all this much game. So you might ask yourself, well, trap, what, 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 that's game trap, but what, 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 what I'm going to do with that? I don't listen. You want a company that's doing buybacks. Here's the dope part about it. Here's what I found out as well. The companies that do the buybacks, watch this, y'all. I'm getting good. Now I'm getting into the church money. The companies that are doing the most buybacks, watch this, y'all, are held heavily by government officials. Check me. The companies that are doing the most buybacks, research has found that they are being held by a lot of government officials. So what does that mean? That means people in government are being persuasive. And I'm going to leave it like that because I ain't getting no trouble. Jose, I ain't getting no trouble. You ain't going to shut mine down. We just started. We just started. <laughs> but just know that. Know that. All right, let's move forward. Also, I want to talk about this, man. ExxonMobil also today uh, did... Did we, don't have, we had that slide? ExxonMobil? 
No? All right, cool. I know it off the top of my head. I don't need it. Watch this. Today, ExxonMobil reported $56 billion in profit from 2022. Yo, watch this, y'all. $56 billion in profit. Mind you, that is more than half of the company's market cap. Mind you, $56 billion in profits. Tech companies put up numbers like that, y'all. That is the most profit in that company's history. ExxonMobil, $56 billion in profit last year. They reported this morning. Tech companies put up numbers like that. Somebody on Wall Street said, again, the same thing they said about Chevron. They said, how the hell are they putting up these kind of profits when people are paying this much money at the pump? So now the White House is saying, yo, why aren't you producing more gas? Why aren't you... The, the CEO of Exxon said, hey, listen, you better get your... He went on the TV and said, they need to get their facts right. Because we are doing all the investing that they're asking, but you cannot print that much all overnight. Next year, we're going to put out 36 million, 36 million barrels of oil. That's more than anybody else. $56 billion in profit, y'all. I'm telling y'all right now, I'm... St- I'm in a recession portfolio, we will own XLE and we will own ExxonMobil. Those are the two that I own. I ain't going to work. All right, cool. Let's talk about buybacks, man. Instant gratification um, when company buying shares can be adjusted lower if cash flows decline. Okay? Dividends get much stickier. Why? Because here's what I want you to understand, man. As an investor, as a shareholder, as a company on a stock market... Your number one goal is to please shareholders. It just is what it is. What is the cons? They often do not lead to a lower share count. Remember, buybacks are supposed to lead to less shares. Share count often increases rather than decreases due to options and M&A activity. Yo, I'll be ahead of my slides, y'all. That's how much this game be loaded. So here's the next thing I want you to do. Next time you're looking at a company outstanding shares and they say they're going to do a buyback, I want you to watch those outstanding shares and see if they decrease. If the outstanding shares don't decrease, then you know for a fact that that company has did stock options. Let's move on. I'm smoking y'all ass tonight. All right, man, let's dig a little deeper, man. So we're going to get into... All right, so AI is a thing, man. And it's coming... And honestly, there's nothing you can't do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, and so I feel that we, it's only right that we put this out here for y'all. All right, because I know y'all going to jump on a trend and y'all going to find it and y'all going to, you know, you're going to follow what's going on. And I'm not mad at you for following what's going on. So here's what I will tell you. As of right now, Tencent is a Chinese company has the most AI patents. Badu. Second, third, IBM, fourth, Samsung, and right at six and seven is Microsoft and Alphabet. They have the most ones. Okay, let's go a little further. 
right, AI is coming. China's Badu launched its first AI chat box. So it's going to be a competitor to that. AI will be a thing. AI will be a thing. All right, let's go a little further. AI. Google develops an AI tool that transforms text into hums into real music. How the hell they do that? AI. I'm about to be bold when I say this. All my crypto people are going to be mad at me. Shout out to Bitcoin for surging 40% year to date. Shout out for Bitcoin for surging 40% year to date. I'm about to say something that's going to make all my Bitcoin people mad. AI is the real technology that will change the world, not blockchain. I just made some people mad. Boom, boom. AI is what they want blockchain to be. And there's no way around it. We got to make that a clip. That's going to go viral. You know why it's going to go viral? Because it's going to be controversial. AI. AI. Mark my word, Jose. We getting it out the market. We ain't getting it out the mud. AI will be the technology that will transform the world, not blockchain. Tell 19 Key, that's my brother. Tell him holler at me. I won't get on high-level conversations again. I just want to talk like that to him. He's going to be heated. He'll be like, brother. <laughs> God, God, God. That's my dog. Shout out to my brother, 19 Keys, man. We got to get back to doing our 44s, y'all. We've been slipping. 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 All right, let's go that further, man. Watch this. Even Look, something else happened. Look, uh, Fiverr sees an increase in demand in AI services, launches a new AI category on the platform. I even saw it on Canva. Even Canva, even Canva has launched an AI. I was like, yo, the lady said it. Things you didn't know you could do on Canva, episode 19. I looked at it. It was like, yo, do this, do this, say this, go here. I was like, oh, my God. If you're into selling courses and stuff, yo, there's an AI now that can write your captions for you. You put the word in. You put the word in on what your title is, what the course is you're selling. You find a chat AI. It'll literally give you the caption. All I'm saying is this one might not be a trend. This is the same reason why some of your jobs ain't coming back. McDonald's has already launched the fully automated McDonald's. McDonald's has already launched a fully automated McDonald's. Amazon already has robots that put stuff on the shelf. We showed you a company a while back on lottery pick called iRobot. They already have robots that clean the house for you. Okay, let's dig a little deeper right here. I want you to know something. I want you to know something. Most of us come from 
While I understand that, every, let me say this, I understand that everybody that rocks with me isn't like come from poor. Let me say that. Everybody didn't come from poor. There's middle class, right? There's different levels. But a lot of us come from situations where we, I, let me say this another way. When it comes to uh, hospitality and when it comes to cleaning, black and brown and poor and middle class lead at those jobs. Cashiers, cleaning, bank tellers, uh, what you call them, service call centers. We lead at those jobs. Guess what, y'all? AI, come and take them. House cleaning. Watch this, because if you, watch this. I want to be able to just have a robot to clean my house. I don't want, I won't leave my house and I don't want, the, I don't want to leave the people there. I got a meeting to go to. Working in a fast food restaurant. I'm going to be real with you. The people don't care if it's a human being or a robot. They just want their food. I'm keeping it real with you. The people, I'm not mad at you, but I don't really care if it's a robot. I'll be mad people spitting my food anyway. You drop my food on the floor, putting it back on the thing anyway. That's why I, <laughs> just saying. You sticking your finger in somebody's food or something. The people, we know the horrible stuff that go on in the fast food industry. The, the people don't care who make their Starbucks. Just get it to me. Caramel macchiato, oat milk upside down. Yo, I just got onto the upside down caramel macchiatos, bro. It is a game changer. Listen, so some people might, <laughs> I saw, listen, I didn't know what upside down was until I went to the store. I had got the caramel macchiato with the oat milk, and then I heard the person say upside down. I said, what the, what the hell is upside down? Yo, the, I said, what's, what's upside down? And I saw it. I said, ooh, that looked different. It looked shook up already. I said, let me try that. And when I tried it, Oat milk, yo, that thing sent me. I said, this is a party. This was a party. My palate went crazy. I didn't want to say, listen, I didn't want to say what you just said because I didn't want to hear somebody say pause. So I just said it was a party on my palate. <laughs> Before they understood what I said, my palate had to went over their head. I had a... <laughs> All right, man, let me go a little further, man. So I think that is a crazy... Watch this. BuzzFeed announces the use of AI to create content. The shares are up over 114%. So watch this, y'all. Let me talk about this for a second. We talk about how companies are doing what? Firing people. This was somebody's job. Creating content for BuzzFeed was somebody's job. What happens when I can hire AI, when I can put a bot or artificial intelligence in place and that break, you know what that does for companies on the market? It increases profitability. What does the stock market love to see? Profitable companies. I just smoked your ass. 
Next. Trying to tell y'all, man. Trying to tell y'all, man. All right, man, I want you to understand something, man. The market only works if you have patience. Man, the entire stock market is prone to volatility when you're looking at it from a day-to-day mindset. I told you all yesterday, man, my portfolio went down 31000 We made everything back today except for probably $3,000. From the options account to the other account. What would have happened yesterday if I would have sold everything? I would have locked in that $31,000 loss, yo. I don't care who you is. I don't care how much money you got. A $31,000 loss is a $31,000 loss, yo. I didn't lock that loss in. Why? Because I believed in my picks. Why? Because I did the research. Why? Because I let the data make the move for me instead of the emotion. Those are three things that you will need as a great investor. But when you're an investor and you think years, decades, you're much more to be profitable. So I'm not the person to tell you buy, you know, my thing is not to tell you buy a company and you got to hold it. If you can't think about holding it for 20 years, don't buy it. I don't know what 20 years look like in the future for me. What I do know is this. I'm always thinking out the gate from three to five years. Write that down. I'm thinking three to five years because anything can happen in a 20-year time span. A company CEO can pass away. I don't know if the next CEO is going to run the company the same. I don't know what their mindset going to be. The CEO might leave, might go to another company, might get a better offer, might step down, might get caught in a sex scandal. I don't know. But I know I can look from three to five years. Because the business models that are in play right now can, will probably be the same business model in play for the next two, three years. They won't change that business model unless something drastically is wrong. So I need a company for, to produce for me in three to five years. Why? Peter Lynch said the company doesn't start doubling like you want until three to five years. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm not looking 10 to 20 years. If I got to wait that long to make the investment pay off for me, I don't want no part of it. Three to five years, I can look for that. Here's the next thing. In those three to five years, I'm looking for a golden goose that can lay golden eggs so I can sell the eggs and keep the goose. This is the mindset. Now, I'm going to be real with you, yo. If you can't wait three to five years, you don't even much need to be in the game. Okay, let's dig a little deeper, right? If you can't wait three to five years, here's some things I want you to write down. One, I want you to write down, I need to spend less. So we're going to do some homework right now. I need to spend less. Two, I need to learn about money. Why do you need to spend less? Because you don't have an income problem, you have a money producing problem. Okay, I'm about to step on some toes. You don't have an income problem, you, have, you don't have a money producing, you have a money spending problem. So you need to spend less money. Right? Spend less money. The next thing you need to do is learn about money. That's why you kind of trap into this, because we talk about money. You need to learn about money. Learn how money works. Learn what's the benefits of money. Learn what's the kinds of money. Learn what eats away at money. Learn what grows your money. You need to learn about money and you need to learn the language of money. Number three, you need to learn how to create money. Learn how to create money. 
Here's what I'm going to tell you. Passive income in the beginning is everything but passive. So you got to learn how to earn money. Right? Whether it's investing, whether it's doing a little back work, whether it's selling your asset for... Listen, we got to... Listen, Instagram make it sound so good. Listen, you got to sell the asset, the time. You got to sell it. Listen, I'm selling y'all my time. I sell y'all these... Listen, today I've been in here since 11 o'clock for this show. I'm giving you my time. My biggest asset. On these nights, my daughter don't sleep with me. So you got to learn how to create more money. Number four... You got to learn how to invest the money. Okay, number one, spend less. Number two, learn the language of money. Learn about it. Number three, create more money. Number four, invest the money. Number five, re-rock the money. I just flamed your ass. These five steps are how you play the world game. These five steps is how you play the world game. You got to spend less, yo. Here's the problem with learning how to, here's the problem when people make more money. People make more money and spend more money. Now, I'm not the person to tell you, I'm not Dave Ramsey, so I'm not going to tell you live below your means. I was poor, I was homeless before, and I don't like how that feel. I don't like how that feel. But, you got to learn how to spend less. If you make 100000 you don't need to be spending 100000 Spend less money, which means you got to do what? Okay, let's write it down, y'all. Y'all should be writing. If you're writing, put it in the chat. We're writing, right? You should be doing what? Personal balance sheet. Personal balance sheet. So we can know how much money coming in, how much coming out, What's our assets? What's our liabilities? Stop trying to freestyle it. Write down the money that you're making each and every month so you can now understand how you're building wealth. You cannot freestyle your way to wealth. You have to be intentional. Tootie, I need some gospel music right now after that, boy. I need the cards. <laughs> All right. Learn about the language of money. We talked about that, man. Learning how money works. Learning what's good for you, what's bad for you. You got to learn that. Credit. You got to learn the language of money. Number three, you got to create money. I'm going to say something that's going to make some people mad right here. I'm going to say something that's going to make some people mad. I've never met a person with two jobs that improved their situation. But watch this. The caveat to that is this. It wasn't because the second job didn't bring in more money. It's because you had bad money habits. It wasn't because the second job ain't bringing more money. First of all, you're not about to work two full-time jobs. So that means the second job is going to be a part-time job, so it's going to pay you less than what you have. So now you're selling your greatest asset for a discounted price. God damn. But what happens is you're so accustomed to selling your time for money, you call that grinding. You call that grinding. 
The reason why a person with a second job never, I never seen a person with two jobs advance is because very rarely have I seen a person with two jobs have the financial discipline to make the second job work for them. I just cooked your ass again. So if you're going to use the second job to create more money, you need to make the second job 100% the job that fuels every investment you make. I just fueled your ass again. If you're going to work two jobs, if you're going to work and do Uber, if you're going to work and do Grubhub, if you're going to work and do DoorDash, if you're going to work and clean buildings, if you're going to work and have a second business, if you're going to work and sell candy, if you're going to work and wait tables, if you're going to work and go to the strip club, I don't care. Whatever you do, the second job got to be the one that fuels your investments. Rule number three, learn how to create more money. Rule number four, invest. Rule number three and four go together. And number five, we're going to re-rock that until we no longer need the second job. All right, let's go. Let's move on. The best return comes when you reduce the risk. What does that mean? How do we reduce risk in the market? We reduce risk in the market, one, by understanding risk management, saying if I'm going to invest this, this is the return I'm looking for, this is the risk I'm looking for, this is how much I'm willing to put in on this investment. That's risk management. Number two is the data. What is the information that I have that can truly take me to the next level? And number four, number uh, next one, we don't take stock prices, we just find great businesses. Stop finding stock prices that you're chasing. Stop chasing prices. All the stock up. All the stock down. Let's stop chasing that. Let's specifically look for great businesses. If we find great businesses, great stock prices will follow. And lastly, but not least, let's trust the data, not the voices. Don't trust what Trap said. Don't trust what nobody else said. I'm not going to say nobody else's name. Listen to what we said, but trust your research. Listen to what we said, but trust your Research. All right, let's go a little further. All right, y'all, this one's going to be gangster. This one's going to be gangster. Amazon launches a $5 a month unlimited prescription plan. Now, I want everybody to follow me as we go through this timeline, because this is going to be good. All right. Amazon launches a $5 monthly prescription plan. Let's go a little further. All right. Amazon is really pushing people. Watch this. This $5 prescription plan covers 60 common generic prescriptions. It gives you discounts of up to 80% on those generic prescriptions and gives you 40% discounts on name brand businesses, name brand prescriptions from allergies, inflammation to high blood pressure and more. Watch this, y'all. 150 million people are on at least one drug. Okay, let's go a little further. I want, watch how we lay this out beautifully, y'all. Watch this. So we got to ask ourselves, all right, Trap, well, I get it. They in the pharmacy businesses. And what? Okay, let's dig a little deeper. Watch, 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 watch. In 2018, let's, let's follow this. Let's follow the yellow brick road. We about to follow Amazon to the bank. We about to follow Amazon to the bank. 
three to five years, we're going to follow Amazon to the bank, y'all. I'm telling you right now, I am doubling my investment in Amazon. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care how nobody feel. Jose, mark my word. I am about to follow Amazon to the bank. Why? Because the pharmaceutical business is a $365 billion business. The medical industry is a $1 trillion business. Amazon has more money than CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, and everybody else. They about to take that game by the... Mm. Watch me. We're going to follow the drip. Boom. 2018, Amazon outbids Walmart for pill pack. Watch this, y'all. They outbid Walmart for pill pack. Mind you, they bought Whole Foods a few years ago, but we ain't going to get to that yet. Boom, in 2020, they launched the Amazon Pharmacy. It's an online pharmacy. 2022, they launched Virtual Health. Watch this. Follow the road. 2018, they outbid Walmart for pill pack. Remember, everybody used to go to Walmart to buy your stuff. Walmart got the pharmacy. Watch this, y'all. We're going to go a little further. They launched the Amazon Pharmacy. 2022, they launched Virtual Health. Watch this. Don't forget... They also bought one medical last year. Boom. Who are their competitors? Walgreens, CVS, Walmart. But watch this. Also, Target and Costco have launched in-business pharmacies. Watch this. Let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. But check it, y'all. Whole Foods now gives Amazon a physical footprint in the pharmacy game. You now have a physical store that they can, that you can now go to, which puts them now in the running to go against Walmart, which puts them now in the running to go against Target, which puts them now in the running to go against CVS, which puts them now in the running to go against Costco, which puts them now in the running to go against Rite Aid and Walgreens. Watch Amazon, y'all. Check me out. The healthcare sector is a trillion dollar industry. Watch this. Pill Pack, this is the game changer. This is the game changer. Pill Pack is licensed to sell pills in 50 states. This gives Amazon the license to enter the game. This is like me saying, yo, I can't hustle in your hood, but guess what? Since I'm connected with the OG right here, I can come in the hood and hustle. I couldn't go before. I had a right to, I didn't have a right to passage before. Nobody ain't know me. But because I checked in with the OG and the OG name good, I can now hustle in 50 states. I can hustle in 50 states. Okay, let's go a little further. Whole Foods give them the blueprint. Now they can pull up. Now you can pull up on them. There's this thing called DSCA, Drug Supply Chain Account. In order to have that, you must be able to track the pill from the time it's sent out to the time it's shipped. But guess what? Because they now own pill packs, they now have the right to now become a physical drug chain. They also purchased one medical for $3.9 billion. But lastly, lastly, Amazon has the best delivery model in the game. Hands down. This is why UPS is under pressure. This is why FedEx is under pressure. This is why everybody is under pressure. Why? Because nobody can't ship you nothing better than Amazon. So not only will they put up themselves in the game physically, you can pull up to Whole Foods. Now they can ship you your medicine next insane day. I just flamed your ass again. I am following Amazon to the goddamn bank. And that's a mark my word. 
Next, please. I feel like we cooking tonight, y'all. But watch this. This is why Amazon really getting good. So here's the model. I, wanted, I, I really wanted to wipe to show y'all how this go and why Amazon is really going to make money. So here's the drug makers. And from the drug makers, then there's the middleman. The trouble with that is each middleman now adds another dollar to the price. Pharmaceutical wholesalers, pharmaceutical wholesalers then add their price to it. Now, who got to eat that price? You, the consumer. The price is now inflated. Okay, let me break that down in layman term. The plug has the work. Okay, I want the work to get to the hood. But guess what? Before it gets to the hood, it not only goes to the middleman, then there's another dude you got to go to. Guess what? Everybody does what? Take some out the pack, put a little B12, put a little Vitablin, put a little, oh, they don't know about Vitablin, put a little Vitablin in there, put a little Benadryl in there, and then what happens? And then what happens? Then you get it. Guess what? It ain't even good as it was when it first got to the connect, but also the price is up. The price is up. It ain't as good as it was when the person who first got it got it, and now by the time it get to you, the price is up. Guess what Amazon said? We're going to cut all that out. We're going to get it and get it straight to you, and it's going to be cheaper. Yeah, that was, that tell me that wasn't no board, yo. That wasn't no board. Nigga, listen. Come on, man. I am following Amazon to the bank. This is a company that is expanding every way possible. Three to five years. Three to five years. Next, please. All right, man. So, is TikTok banned on its way? Y'all know we talked about this episode 20. We talked about this, y'all. Listen, the people now, studies have now shown that TikTok is showing 13-year-old girls more content in the United States. So first of all, they figured out that there's, there's two separate kinds of content. There's a content in the U.S. and there's content in China on the same app, but it's coming out different. The content in the U.S. is showing 13-year-old girls more content about eating disorders and harmful activities to themselves within three to 13 minutes of them getting on the app. The same 13-year-old girls in China are getting content about museums, education, and science. Get your goddamn children off TikTok. Get your damn children off TikTok. In the U.S., studies show, in the U.S., China is showing more manipulative content, more self-harming content, more suicidal content, and more thought-provoking, harmful content 10 times the rate that they're showing it in China. In all actuality, watch this. In China, there's a ban on social platforms. You can only have it for a certain amount of time, and the content that is shown in China 
at a certain age demographic is banned, period. Get your goddamn children off TikTok. I ain't going to say it no more. So right now we're looking at the states that have it banned and it's just going to follow on. They want to ban it more. And each state right now is banning a lot of government facilities for sure. Let's go a little further. TikTok in the United States devices. This is an act that uh, a senator wants to put out. Uh, no TikTok in the United States devices. Account will prohibit downloads of TikTok on all U.S. and ban commercial activity with bike dancers to come to their own TikTok. Now, here's my thing about it, y'all. I know a lot of people make money on TikTok. This is why it's important to be on all platforms. I know a lot of people make money on TikTok. This is why you need to make money on all platforms. Listen, I don't have a problem with you making money. And hopefully you ran that checkup. But I can promise you. Here's the thing. The United States ain't no better. They flood us with this old toxic ass content. But here's the saying. <laughs> do it as I say, not as I do. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I don't even let my daughter, I be like, ah, get off that. Get off all that. She can't even watch TikTok at all. Ben, but get off YouTube. Nope. I got to see what you're watching on YouTube. Because, you know, YouTube will go into something else. I had to block certain stuff. But TikTok? All right, man, I ain't, I ain't going to fight you. But if you're wondering why your child's sad, you wonder why, you, listen, depression, suicide has been at an all-time high with teenagers and young kids and young adults in the social media era. Preferably in the TikTok era. I ain't going to live further. I ain't, ain't going to hold y'all. I ain't going to hold y'all. All right, man. Print that paper. This is a company I talked about in Travis Anonymous a while back, man. It's a company called International Paper. The company serves 10% today. It's up 20% year to date. This is a boring company, but check this out. Seven out of every 10 companies that you know that use any type of paper product use this company, right? The earnings growth over the past year exceeds the industry. The debt is covered by the earnings, and the company has earned $76 million in the fourth quarter. Watch this. The company has one-third of North American packaging market. So if you go to the store, you get a brown paper bag, this company probably printed it. If the stuff that you get something bulked and it's wrapped up in that wrap and stuff, this company probably did it. If you get something in an egg carton, they print they the egg, the cartons that the eggs come in, this company probably did it. Bulk packaging, this company probably did it. If you get your Doritos, that bag, this company probably did it. If you get milk in a carton, those milk cartons, this company probably did it. This company produces seven out of 10 bagging things, bag paper products in the world. I mean, in North America for sure, but also in Brazil, also in Indonesia, international paper company. I'm not telling you to buy this company, but I am saying the company is printing paper, literally. 
let's go, man. All right, man. 64% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Seven out of 10 homes that are making 100,000 say they are financially stressed. Here's what I want us to understand, y'all. Let's go back to what we talked about earlier, man. You got to learn how to spend money. It's okay to downsize, y'all. It's okay to go without. Here's what I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to just be real with you. While I appreciate you every Tuesday coming to Trapping Tuesday, I'm going to tell you this, man. Get off social media. Get off social media for a while. Get out those group chats. Monitor the people that you're talking to. Those are the people and those are the things that are truly stealing your joy. And they are robbing you of your time and your money. Some of you get on social media and once you do one scroll, you're on that for 30 minutes. Easy. Once you get in a group chat, you're in a group chat. All day. Some of y'all get 60 to 70 group chat messages a day. Here's a problem. What are they talking about? What I'm telling you is you need to find time for yourself where you can learn how to earn some money. You're financially stressed because you have two problems. One, you have a lack of discipline problem. And two, you have a spending problem. If you are not financially disciplined, you can never win at the game of wealth. If you are not financially disciplined, you cannot be successful. Listen, they say that sugar is the most addictive thing in the world. They say it's worse than cocaine. I say the most addictive thing in the world is spending money. Because a great prophet once said, when you broke, you drove, huh? When you paid, you got buku places to go, huh? The average person, when they work a little overtime, guess what they do? Once you work the overtime, you've already accounted for how much overtime that is after taxes, and then you've accounted what you're going to do with that money. And in most cases, that is not money you're going to use to invest. The greatest return on investment that you will ever have is learning how to invest in yourself, reading that book, listening to that podcast, even going into a room, just getting peace and letting your thoughts wonder. Some of y'all get up first thing in the morning, you hop on a gram. Get off the gram. Get off of TikTok. Get off of YouTube just for a second. Thank you for the super chat, family. And the reason why I want you to get off it for a second is so you can watch this. So you can write down the life you want. So you can write down the obstacles that may be in your way. Because once you write down the life you want, and once you write down the obstacles that may be in your way, and you think on those things, your mind will start to produce the thoughts and ideas that can help you overcome. 
Most of the things that I've learned in business, and I will guarantee you this, yo, I've had mentors, I've paid for mentors, I've paid $155,000 for a mentor, I've paid $50,000 for a mentor, I've paid $45,000 to go to a two-day event. And don't get me wrong, all of those things have added to my life, but the most important thing that have added to my life is getting out there, going through it, making a goddamn mistake. Because once I make the mistake, I come back, I write down that, I log that mistake in, and I ask myself, what can I have done better? And I ponder on that until I come up with an idea, an activity that can make me produce or give me a better result. You haven't given yourself thinking time. You haven't given yourself time to incubate on an idea. You got 15 different ideas and you haven't started on not one of those ideas because you're scared to fail. You're scared to lose money, lose flash. In order to be successful, you're going to have to lose a little money. In order to build wealth, you're going to have to lose a little money. The money that you lose for getting the life you want is the tuition that you pay. The money that you lose from investing, the money that you lose from investing, the money that you lose from taking that risk is the tuition you pay for success. Your job pays you for your time. College tells you if you go to college and pay for a higher education, that's going to cost you a pretty penny. Well, freedom costs. Success costs. And they both are expensive. Here's the thing that costs too. Regret. They all cost. You just got to ask yourself which one you want to pay. But the piper got to be paid. I just smoked your ass again. Next slide. Why money isn't real. We talked about this earlier. I was 10 slides ahead of myself, man. Let, we can skip this one, Dave. I was 10 slides ahead of myself. Are we there yet? Here's what I want you to understand. When we think about earning season, man, I want you to ask yourself a question. I want you to look at something. I always like to paint a picture for you, man. Today, 65% of companies um, are beating earnings. That's pretty good. The historical average is 2.5%. We're at 0.6%. So even though companies are beating earnings, they're not beating them by much. Here's what's happening. Companies are lowering guidance, so now they're making it attainable. They're making it attainable. So we see companies are beating earnings, but they're not beating them by a higher margin, even with adjusting earnings. Let's go a little further. Here's the outlook that everybody has for the market. So I always like to study because I like to give the trappers, you know, y'all come in, man, y'all tune in, man. So I like to give y'all a, you know, an idea. So the markets are saying Q1 and Q2, the quarters will be down. They're saying we'll have a down Q1 and down Q2. Everybody is hiding behind Q3 and Q4. Why? Because they feel like Jerome Powell will stop hiking rates after Q2. They feel like Jerome Powell will stop hiking rates after Q2, which means they are predicting and estimating that Q3 and Q4 will be some runners. They're saying Q3 uh, by 3.7% and Q4 by 9.4%. Mm, that means we may have a Santa Claus rally. 
All right, let's go a little further. So I'm saying that to say this, though. Watch this. Year to date. Watch this, y'all. So we saw that. Let me get up for a little bit for this one. Get up a little bit for this one. All right. I want to show y'all something. So we saw, here's the Dow Jones up 14% year to date. Here's the S&P up 5.3% year to date. Here's the NASDAQ up 9.8%, almost 10% year to date. Why does this make sense to me? Okay, we talked about uh, SoFi. We talked about Marcus from uh, Goldman Sachs. We talked about Capital One. We talked about Chase Bank being giving you a 0.01% or some giving you a 3.56% for putting your money in the savings. Well, if you was in the S&P 500, just from January 1 to now, you've already made... 5%. This is why I use the VOO. I'm telling you, this is why I use the VOO to save me my money. To use my, I use the VOO as my savings. Why? Because if I got my money in a savings account and I got my money in the market, in the down market, the savings account ain't going to reward me anyway. In the up market, the savings account going to give me the same thing. In a down market, yes, my money may go down, but in the up market, I'm going to make that back. I'm up 5% year to date. From January 1 to January now, my money is up 5 more percent. I had to wait to the end of the year to get the 3% from SoFi, one of them. So I waited a whole year just to get 3%. When I got 5% in a month, we just cooked their ass. All right? The Dow Jones. So even if you went to the Dow Jones, if you invested in the Dow Jones from January 3rd to now, you up 14%. All right, Dow. What are we doing? Right? And from right here, the NASDAQ is running. So we done made our money already back, y'all. And that's just if you want to invest in the averages. That's just the averages. That ain't even talking. So here's what you got to understand. If the S&P 500 is up 5%, that means there are stocks that's probably up 20 30%. This is why you got to learn how to save money. This is why you got to learn how to invest money, y'all. Yes, if you're looking at the market from downtime, yes, we will have downtimes. But seven out of ten times, the market will go higher. And this is why you need to be invested. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm-hmm. All right, next. All right, before I go a little further, I want to say this to y'all, man. I was looking at something today, man, and I saw that Budweiser. Budweiser is the biggest beer company in North America. From Corona, Budweiser, Bud Light. All of these companies fall under the company. uh, It's under Bud. AbV. A-B-E-V. Something like that. I forgot it exactly. The company operates in 100 countries. But the company not doing what it used to do. This is the first year in 33 years that we will not have a Budweiser commercial in the Super Bowl. This is the first time in 33 years we will not have a Budweiser commercial in the Super Bowl. That tells us that the company is on a decline. 
This is the first time in 33 years we will not have a Budweiser commercial in a Super Bowl. They set the tone for Super Bowl commercials, yo. This is telling us people not drinking beer like they used to drink, just like people not smoking cigarettes like they used to smoke them. The world is changing. The world is getting healthier. People, even though we see people drinking, but people being more conscious of how they drink and how they do that. Yo, watch yourself over there. I just want to bring that to light. All right, man, this segment is called Learning. Let me know what we cooking tonight, man. How y'all feeling tonight in the chat, man? We on fire? Let's talk about it, man. All right. Uh, this segment here is called Learning Lingo, man. You know, each and every week we give you a, a, a word or a phrase that's just great on helping us learn how to play this game, man. Um, today's word is stock dilution. Right, stock dilution occurs when a company actions reduce the ownership percentage of the current shareholders used to control the interests of a company. Simply saying, yo, if a company has 100 shares, 1,000 shares, and then they add another 1,000 shares, they've diluted the stock. You went from owning 10% to 5%. That's what you own. That's what company, that's what diluted shares is. If you already have 1,000 shares, if a company has 1,000 shares on the market, and then they add another thousand shares. They've now diluted the shares, but they've also lessened your interest, your ownership stake, because they added more shares. Thank you for the super chat, family. I appreciate you so much. That's what diluted shares is. Right quick, man. Let's go to a commercial, man. Let's give y'all what we got, man. Let's go, man. What's good, Trappers, man? It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper. Right now, I want to invite you to an amazing experience full of value. That is my community, Trappers Anonymous. It's 100% the greatest fundamental investing community on the market. Listen, your portfolio should be a masterpiece. And the only way we get you there is if we help you to learn how to invest with confidence. Now, listen, I get it. Like, you don't know a lot about stocks or maybe you've heard people say how much money they lost in stocks. But I can guarantee you, one, because they weren't in the community and two, they lacked the information. Our goal in Travis Anonymous is to help you, really to hold your hand on the journey to becoming a confident investor, learning how to navigate through the different events that the stock market goes through to bring your temperament down, to take you from panic to encouragement. So listen, man, come join us in Trappers Anonymous. The link is below. Listen, if you want to be helped, if you want to truly make money in the stock market, if you truly want to let your money work harder for you than you've worked for it, there's no better time than now. This is an opportunity only for those who are willing to be on the journey. So listen, man, click the link below. Come join me in Travis Anonymous, man. I will see you in one of our many classes, whether it's Moat Monday, whether it's the two-hour class we do on Sunday, or whether it's just the book club. Everything is geared toward making you a better investor so you can triple your network and turn your last name to an asset. It's your boy, Wall Street Traveler. See you in the trap. God damn it, man. Listen, man. Hey, we cooking over here, man. We are cooking over here, man. Listen, man, come join us in Travis Anonymous, man. It's an amazing group. I owe them a, a ticker symbol Tuesday because I was just, I'd be so locked in for trapping Tuesdays, I always miss it, and I have to post it on Wednesday. So I might just start calling it uh, ticker symbol Wednesday. I don't know if they got the same ring to it or not, but my tra- they be like, Trap, where the, where the ticker symbol at? You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm going to post it tomorrow, y'all. Don't be mad at me. 
Um, I always, I've been missing it for the last couple. I be so locked in for Trap and Suzy's, man. Um, but I'm a, I'm a, I got y'all, y'all. I'm going to post it first thing in the morning. Um, but come join us, man. It's a vibe, man. Our goose is just take over the world. You know, it's a, it's a group. It's, but it's bigger than a group. It's a community. Um, it's $47 a month, man. You cancel any time. Um, it's such an amazing group, man. We so, you know, shout out to my lieutenants, man. Lieutenant Jabari, Lieutenant Casey, uh, Lieutenant Lala, uh, Lieutenant Ashley. I'm missing somebody that I can't remember. Um, but I also want to shout out people like Tori, you know, Khadijah, Danny. Like, they really helped me run that community. Um, I would be lying if I said I did it by myself. Um, they helped me each. Lieutenant Paul, uh, they helped me each and every week, man. We run that community. Um, it's not a question you can ask that you won't get helped. Um, it's, a, it's over 1,500 hours worth of um, information in there. Um, anything we do recorded, is, you can get the re replay for it. It's just a great community, man, if you just, you know, you want to have help. If you want somebody to hold your hand, if you want somebody to help you learn how to break down the stock, um, man, just come rock with us, man. You know, the link is in the description. We definitely always love new trappers coming. Lieutenant Casey does the book club each and every weekend. I mean, each and every Sunday. Uh, I mean, each and every Thursday. I'm sorry, he does the book club. Each and every Sunday, we do like a two-hour, uh, like, so four trappers get to break down companies. This Sunday, we didn't do it. They get to break down companies, and then we get to judge it. We get to ask some questions. It's amazing, but we won't go a little step further than Trappers Anonymous. Um, this year, so we're setting up uh, trap houses in every city we in. So shout out to the Carolina Trappers. Um, shout out the Texas Trappers. They went crazy this last week. We got the New Orleans Trappers. We got the Atlanta Trappers. We got the D.C. Trappers. Uh, we got the... <laughs> Balanced Trappers. <laughs> uh, we got the New York Trappers. We got the DMV Trappers. So each, um, I'm going I'm, I'm to do my best to go. To, I'm going to try to visit everybody's trap house. Um, and we, we want to just be impactful to the communities, though. We want to, I will go nice to start helping the communities, not just meet online. You know, we got the Cali Trappers. I see y'all in the chat. So we want to start going to different communities and helping that communities out, doing book clubs, doing toy drives, doing turkey giveaways, doing financial literacy classes for free. Because I just personally feel that nobody's going to save our communities. We got to save our communities. And the only way to do that is put our boots on, roll our sleeves up, and get there. Um, you know, my city, New Orleans, is one of the... It, it, it ended the year. I was supposed to go to Mardi Gras with my trap masters. And I, I told them yesterday, I said, man, look, we're not going to go, y'all. Um, because it's also my job to provide safety. Um, and last year, New Orleans had, we led, we was the murder capital last year. And then this year, we on pace to double that. And so I wouldn't be a righteous leader if I, if, and I love my city. Yeah, I love my city, but I won't be responsible for other human beings. Now, if I go on my own, it's a different story, but I'm not even going to go this year. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just, we, we, that type of change has to happen be, because people don't feel like there's an outlet, right? People lack the resources. People lack leadership, right? So I don't have nothing against the mayor of New Orleans, but people do, but she said COVID caused the increase in crime. 
And I just feel like there's a lack of accountability there. And again, I don't, I don't know what she got going on, but I feel like you got to say, yo, we don't have enough funding. We don't got some things in play. We got to fix some things, right? Because we're looking at the killings in New Orleans. It's all done by teenagers. It's mostly done by teenagers. It's had 300 car break-ins in New Orleans in one month. 300 car break-ins in New Orleans in one month. My partner got on, I talked to my partner the other day on the phone. He said, he said, bro, they're not even breaking in cars to like bring them to the chop shop or nothing. Like they breaking in a car to ride it for three blocks and get out of it. They joyride. So that's a lack of, that's a lack of internal infrastructure. And so, yeah, it's cool. We can get online and, and I can talk to y'all for two hours. And, but what happens if our youth what happens if there's no infrastructure in our communities? And so when I think about trapping Tuesdays, yep, we a voice, but I, my goal is to set up a trap house in so every community. So now I know, so when we in Trappers Anonymous, we're like, yo, I need a lieutenant, I need a secretary in every group. Why? Because when I need you to tell me what's going on in your community. So we can go in your community and do something. We can put our footprint. So we can go to the community where Wall Street looks like us now t-shirts on. And we can go to the community where Wall Street looks like us now hats on. And Wall Street looks like us hoodies on. And so the community know who we are. Who are we? We are trappers. And not the kind that sells dope. We sling stocks. We don't get it out the mud. We get it out the market. And we teach that to our community. We show our community that those black cops who killed that young man that, you know, we police in our community. We not putting our communities in no, we not leaving the, the law. You know, I believe we need police, but we not, we not leaving the law to police us in the way they policing us because we putting our youth in better positions. We putting them in better predicaments. I understood as when I was in the streets, I understood, I'm going to be real with y'all, that the police in the hood was more scared than us. They just had a badge to hide behind, but they operated in fear. They operated in fear. I'm not making no excuse for them, for nobody that do nothing. That's wrong. But they operate in fear. They scared of us. I'm keeping it real. They are scared of us. They know we got AK-47s. They know we had M16s. And in New Orleans, when I was coming up, they know we had grenades. They knew this. They know we got guns bigger than what they got. I'm not taking up for nobody, but I'm saying the police in our hoods are operating out of fear. And so we got to put, we got to, we got to, one, we need better policing, but two, we got to give our young kings and we got to give our queens, we have to 100% give them a better alternative. And I'm going to keep it real, y'all. Ain't no government going to do that. Ain't no government going to do that. We can't send our kids to school thinking the, the school going to change our kids. If our kid leaving from toxic environments and going to school, they just going to a they going to a safe environment with toxic behavior. They going to be disruptive. If they if they coming home to toxicity, they ain't gonna do nothing but go to school and spread it. Your kid don't got ADHD. Your kid don't need to be in special ed. You got to parent better. Your kid don't need to be in special ed, yo. 
Your kid don't got to learn in this audio. You just got him in a toxic-ass household. You just got him in a toxic-ass environment. You don't want to take time to teach him. You don't want to take time to slow down and show him how to read. You don't want to take time to understand how they feeling mentally. You don't want to take time to understand how they feeling emotionally. You don't want to take time to understand what the hell going on in their head. You won't let social media raise them. So now they think getting money. They thinking this. They got little girls thinking showing their asses what's happening. We got to parent better. We got to get them better environments. If we don't do that, yo, we letting them down. We keep saying them kids bad. No, we being bad. We ain't leading. We ain't showing them no different. So we got to take a concept accountability. We got to take that L. We want to turn our back on them. Yo, we got to take that L. We letting social media raise them. We got to take that L. You know why? Because some social media raising some of our grown ass. We got to take the L, y'all. You want to get money? What you want to get money for? You want to get money to help people or you want to get money to go keep making LVMAs rich? Now, I ain't mad at you for buying a designer, but you buying a designer and your kid dumb as a box of rocks. What we doing? Your kid could barely spell. Your kid could barely write. But your kid know every future song. That's a problem. Your kid know what gang gang is. That's a problem. We got to take the L. So when you think about Travis Anonymous, man, that's the goal for me, man. We got in Travis Anonymous, man, I be seeing little, the parents be there with their kids. I remember we had a king and her, her family. They used to be breaking down stocks. Like she used to put her kids on there, her two sons, break that stock down. So these are moments and these are times where we, we got to step up, y'all. Recession, crime going to increase. We got to step up. Crime going to increase. We got to step up. If we don't step up, we already know what the government going to do. Lock them up. Kill them. Throw away the key. I'm going to tell you this for sure and for certain. If your kid don't got lawyer money, the court going to send them. And I'm going to leave that like that. All right, man, let's go. This segment is called Breaking Down a Brick, man. This is where we take a company and we break the company down so you can truly understand, like, what's going on, so you can understand, like, how the game go. Right? I want you to look at companies. I want you to be able to say, okay, this is this, this is this, this and this. This is that. Yo, my haircut is fresh in that photo, y'all. Man, my haircut fresh in that photo. All right, man, let's go. This company, this today's company is Northern Grumman. Grumman. Listen, man, I thought about this company because I thought about war. We going to war. The man said by 2025, we going to war. Now, y'all know, I keep saying it every week. Aerial space, defense, and health care. You need to be there. Why? Because America going to pay to buy some guns. And they going to pay to feed you some pills. It's the two sectors you ain't never got to worry about going bankrupt. I'm in a bind, Nate. Some other time. <laughs> All right, man. So this company, Breaking Our Brick, is Northern Grooming. 
Listen, man. The companies, we're just going to get to the meat and potatoes, man. So the company's current ratio is 1.4. Check on our list. The debt to equity ratio is 1.7. Check on our list. Interest coverage ratio tells us the company can pay off its debt with operating cash flow. Check. Debt servicing ratio means the company can service its debt. Check. The company is actually financially healthy when it comes to total equity, total debt, and cash on investments. The company is good. Let's go a little further. So, has the revenue been growing year over year? It's been inconsistent. The net income growing year over year has been inconsistent. Cash flow from operating activities year over year has been inconsistent. But free cash flow is positive in the last five years, and that tells us what? They trapping. Right? Gross margin percent is consistently growing over the last five years. They trapping. EPS growing over the last five years has kind of been inconsistent. Let's go a little further. Here's what we see, man. Return on equities at 42%. Yo, they are trapping. You'll be different. That's five years. Return on invested capital. It's up to 7.47%. They trapping. That tells me that this company know how to move money around. They know how to invest money and how to use money. I like companies that can do that. When you look at this company, the industry is at 10% on return on equity. They are at 42.7%. They blowing the industry out the water. Flush. All right, let's go, man. All right, man. So this week, y'all already know, man, this is my favorite sector segment right here. One of my favorites. It is the Certified Trapper of the Week. Listen, this one is going to be good, y'all. I went dug and found this one. This year, this week's Certified Trapper of the Week is none other than, drum rolls, please, C.R. Patterson and Son. That's a fine young gentleman. I see a young king. Right, Charles Richard Patterson, right, partnered with a local carriage builder. They created CP Lowing Company in 1873. By 1888, the business employed 10 people, which was considered a success at that time. During the panic and the financial crisis of 1893, the businesses started to suffer. As a result, the company renamed to C.R. Patterson and Son. The company bought Lowe's shares out. And then the inclusion on, he brought on his son. Watch this, y'all. They became a company that produced horses and carriages. He brought on his son and uh, his eldest son in eight, eight, 19, 1889. Um, the company was producing 28 different kind of horse and carriages. They employed 50 people and manufactured 500 different type of horse and carriages. And then they transitioned to the automobile business. The first, people, first black people to have their own automobile business. They produced automobiles, trucks, and two-door coupes. The first car sold for $685. By 1920, they had started building and designing trusts and buses. Listen, the first African-American founded car company by Frederick Douglass Patterson and named after his father, Charles Rich Patterson. Let's give it up to C.R. Patterson. Who knew about this? This is what I mean when I'm telling y'all, like, we, we, listen, we all know about Ford, but they ain't nobody tell us about C.R. Patterson and Sons. 
Why ain't nobody tell us about C.R. Patterson and Sons? The man went from selling horses and carriages. The man had 28 different horses and carriages, cut. Boy had 50 employees. That's a lot. Then the boy's son came and transitioned from horse and carriage to what? Cars. Why we don't know about this man? Why I had to go dig for this man? And not only did he did it with him, nepotism put his sons on. When he passed away, his sons held it down. Legacy. By 1920, they started building and design. I can already tell you what happened here. Y'all mind if I tell y'all what happened? Watch this. I'm about to make somebody mad. I can almost promise you that this man and his family's success threatened the economic stands that somebody else had. I can almost guarantee you that. I can almost guarantee you that seeing this man and his sons employ 50 people threaten somebody. That's why you never heard of them. That's why you never heard of them. Because when you're trying to bury somebody's legacy, you hide the details. Why we know about Ford? Oh, Ford was the first engineer of the car. Why we don't know about C.R. Patterson and Sons? And Sons. A foreign black man who transitioned from horses and carriages to cars. That's not an easy transition. Here's why that's not an easy transition. You went from horse-powered to horse-powered. You went from physical horses to a motor. We're talking ingenuity. We're talking ingenuity here. Like, anybody can't go from just horses. Like, after the horse age was over, it's like, all right, bet, it's over. He was like, nah, we good. I, I, I found out how to create the engine. We ain't just going to do cars. You know he was successful because they went from cars to trucks. To buses. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave it. I ain't going to. Next. Damn. All right, let's go, man. Y'all know this is my favorite part, man. It is 100% uh, the well track. So this week we bringing up Larry June. Go well track, man. Uh, let's go a little further. So he says, talking to my mom about real estate and ATL. Passive income when I'm asleep. It's coming still. Took the bus down, rolling back. That's Lil Ninja stiff. I got to make investments because it can get ugly quick. Baby, we ain't on the same ish. I got to cut you off. We cut from a different cloth, but you know it's all love. I want you to understand something right here. He said, talking to my mom about real estate and ATL. I mean, he having a conversation. If y'all know Larry June, tell him trap shouting him out, man. You're talking to my mom about real estate and ATL. That's one, that's a powerful conversation because he's talking to his mama about real estate. 
That's powerful. Him and his mama should watch Trap and Tuesday. I want you to know that the wealth conversation has to be a dialogue that is now fundamentally familiar in your family. Say that again. The wealth dialogue has to be familiar in your family. He said, passive income when I'm asleep is still coming. Watch this. I took the bus down Rolly back. That's little ninja stuff. He said, ish. Got to make investments because it can get ugly quick. Let's just stop right there. I want y'all to know the bus down Rolly is some little ninja stuff. I want you to understand that, Jose, you got to bleep that out. I want you to understand that because once you bust the Rolly down, you take away the value. Once you put rims on the Bentley, you done made it a Buick. You heard Kim Kardashian. You don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. <laughs> you don't bust down a Rolly, fam. I'm about to tell y'all something else. Them diamonds that them jewelers be selling y'all in them bust downs, they be fake. Them diamonds that the jeweler be selling you in a bust down be fake. You can't even sell the jeweler the bust down back for the same price. He gonna want at least $50,000, $15,000 cheaper. Once you bust down a roller, you take away the value, fam. If you're going to get the rolly with diamonds, make sure it's factory. He said, I got to make investments because it, it can get ugly quick. I want you to understand something, yo. If you spend all your money on stuff you don't need, there's going to be a point in time where you're going to have the stuff, you're going to have to sell the stuff you need. If you spend all your money on things you don't need, there's going to be a coming time where you got to sell the things you need. Because the bust down roller you spent all that money for is worth less than that now. Then he said, baby, we got to cut you off. He said, baby, we ain't on the same ish. Got to cut you off. Listen, I want y'all to know something. This go for men and women. Homie, check this out. Just because she fine, I don't mean she it. Ladies, just because he handsome, don't mean he it. If it ain't about growth... Go ahead and let it go. Don't let that lustful eye fool you. Don't let Instagram eye candy fool you, men and women. I ain't just talking about the men, I'm talking about the women too. He good, he could do all the workouts and all that, but when you talk about money, he don't know nothing. And he don't want to learn. It's okay if you don't know, but it's a thing if you don't want to learn. It's cool if you don't know it, I'm going to teach you. Now, if you don't want to learn, it's a different story. I want you to do this moving forward. When you're dating somebody, men or women, I want you to ask them, what's the last investment they made? Simple. Simple. Sit down, take out the dinner. What's good, boo? Man, what's, man, I'm so glad to see you, man. You know, I just want to know, man, what's the last investment you made? I just smoked your ass. What's good, boo, man? I'm good. Man, you look so good. Mm, you so handsome. What's your investment account look like? Huh? I just smoked your ass. 
Man, what's good, boo? Man, I'm good. Man, I just bought my first rental property. You got one? I just smoked your ass. Man, what's up? You so handsome? Mm. Girl, you look so good. What? You get dividends? What that is? I just smoked your ass. What's up, Queen? What's up, King? You watch Trapper 2? What's that? I just smoked your ass. Next. <laughs> All right, man. So, you know, today has been amazing, y'all. And so, as we, you know, I like to have a conversation with us. And I want to truly, I want to truly just, I know today we had a lot of talks and we said a lot of things and a lot of conversations we had. I told y'all tonight was going to be one of them nights. But man, I'm going to be real, man. We come up here, we have fun, we play, we joke because I realized that learning has to be. Learning has to be fun. You know, for me, before, before I came, I didn't see nobody. I'm just being real. I didn't see nobody doing stocks and T-shirts and hoodies. Before me, when I got on a gram, and I'm not saying I saw everybody in suits and ties that I saw that was talking about stocks, they was in suit and ties. And so for me, when I started talking about stocks, I needed to, I needed the relatability. When I looked on Instagram, I saw a whole bunch of people with memes and I saw a whole bunch of people with pictures, but I ain't see no person. And so I said, I'm going to just talk about it being me. I'm going to talk about it in a language that I know how to talk about it in. I'm going to talk about it in a way that I learned. And so as I have evolved and as I have learned, I realize that verbiage and representation are important. We live in a country that is pretty fond of believing it has made significant racial and economic progress. And even in the most dismal way, in some ways we have, we have slightly moved the needle. But in most cases, it was by force. And I'm not talking racially. I'm talking economically. and I'm talking about by class. I'm not talking black or white. I'm talking classism. There is a vivid hostility that is the byproduct from the residue of poverty. While I'm aware that every trapper doesn't come from poverty, I do note that everyone that listens to me wants to improve financially. The cadence that flows from improvement 
also says that there's an inadequacy somewhere. So in order to improve, you must make the inadequate area better. So the process of improvement means we must tear down, we must demolish, we must go through pain. The pain is where we relate. That pain comes in the form of poverty. It comes in the middle class. That pain is where we see that there's a life that we need to achieve. That pain, though, is where we realize that somebody has put a cap on a life that we feel that we can attain. That pain tells us that I may not be in poverty, but my people know what check to check you. That pain means that I know what it's like sometimes to have to go without. That pain may not be as severe as one person's, but it still knows that I've touched what it's like to be financially suffocated. So my question to you is, can you trust the version of you that you are trying to evolve into? See, because that person only lives in your mind and that person only lives in your heart. You've never truly met that person, but you know you want to be that person. Can you trust that person? Because a person who has no financial knowledge, once they get the money, they're headed for self-destruction. So can you trust that person? See, the farmer has to trust the seed. The caterpillar has to trust the butterfly. You, each and every one of you are good soil. But whatever you choose to ignore, you are destined to repeat. You're hungry to break the starvation of being well-deprived. You're hungry to break those generational curses. And for some of us, there's no evidence in our family that what you're attempting to do is possible. But there's something in you that's planted. There's something in you that fights every day. There's a fire in you that consistently burns. You are a good soil. And in you is planted a good seed. That seed must be nurtured. That seed must be groomed. That seed must be fertilized. Some of you are just good seeds and bad soil. You got to be rerooted. You got to be planted somewhere different. There are consequences to commitment. There's consequences to breaking down new barriers. There's new environments that you must walk into. You must be the little fish in the big pond. You are the person that gives birth to the future opportunities. You are the one 
So you got to sacrifice. You got to take the scars. You got to be the one that your family don't understand and you get frustrated because they don't understand. But I'm telling you the reason why you they get frustrated and the reason why they don't understand because you have yet to accomplish what you are telling them they need to do. Go out and accomplish it. Because the minute you accomplish it is the minute that they cannot deny the results. And the minute they not only think of what's possible, but the minute they touch it, feel it, and taste it, they can't unsee it. The minute you put them in a situation, the minute you put them in an environment, the minute you make their money, make money for them, the minute you show them the power of investing, the minute you show them that every dollar earned does not have to come from clocking in to somebody's job. The minute you show them that wealth is possible, the minute you show them that we don't have to get it out the mud, we can get it out the market, is the minute you make it real. You are good soil. You just need to be nurtured. You just need to be groomed. You just need to be fertilized. And Trapping Tuesday is that fertilizer. It's your boy, The Wall Street Trapper, man. I appreciate y'all for coming in this Tuesday, this Trapping Tuesday. I need you to know that we love y'all and we appreciate y'all. Next week, I want y'all to invite somebody that you know, man. Listen, man. Every Thursday at 5 o'clock, we drop the audio on all podcasts platforms. Check out that audio experience. Do me a favor, man. Get the likes up. Get the shares up. Tell somebody about this channel. Listen, we are at 27,000. Let's get to 30,000 subscribers by the end of February. I know we can do it. Also, go on every platform and download it, man. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I'm going to see y'all next week. Listen, we don't have to get it out the mud, y'all. We get it out the market. Shabota Wall Street Trap. I love y'all. I'm out.